Gotcha. Welcome to the Mystery Queens podcast. I'm Sharon. And I'm Malu Hia. In this podcast, we talk about conspiracy theories, cold cases, and murder stories. We will be dropping every Thursday, Thursday, so grab yourself a drink and stay tuned. You can follow us on Instagram at mystery underscore queen seven and TikTok at mystery queens. Before we start off the story of Dorothy Jane Scott, let's take a shot. Good one. That rhymed. Because shit's about to go down. Dorothy was a 32-year-old single mother of a four-year-old son named Sean. Starting in 1980, Dorothy received threatening calls from her aunt's house in California. The killer will threaten her in ways you could not imagine. He would say, when I get you alone, I'll cut you up into pieces so no one will ever find you. The killer knew what she was doing every day and knew where she lived as well. The killer called her to come outside because he or she had something for her. She stepped outside and there was a dead rose on her windshield. Dorothy and her family did not report any of these calls or even suspicious remarks. On May 28, 1980, she dropped her son off at her parents' house because she had to attend a work meeting that same night. She had no problem getting to her meeting. During the meeting, one of her co-workers seemed sick at the time, and his name was Conrad. Dorothy asked Conrad if there's anything she could do because he did not look too good. He decided to go to the hospital and Dorothy offered to take him to the hospital. Pam heard the other co-workers that they were going to the hospital and she has offered to help as well. They all decided to go but before they went to the hospital she stopped at her parents house to check up on her son to see if he was okay. She was wearing a black and black scarf and decided to change her scarf into a pink scarf. I am not sure why, but this was one of the clues in the story at the time. Do you think it's because so her when she dropped him off, her parents saw her change from a black scarf to a pink scarf? Yeah. Ah, uh, gotcha. So I don't know why this was in the story at the time. Maybe it was one of the clues because she was wearing a black scarf and then she wore a pink scarf. But maybe it was just a coincidence. So before we continue, let's that sounds like a detail. So I think we should take a shot or a swig. Yes, we should. Important detail. Once Conrad got into the emergency room and was checked in, the doctor reported he had a black widow bite. We all know those hurt. Uh, you you know? No. <laughs> but I know. I sure as hell don't. No, I mean. I'm never. I'm not. I'm not trying to figure find out either. But I know that I, that that might have hurt. Maybe not during the time because he didn't know. But 
I know he was not feeling good at the time. While Conrad was getting treated, Pam and Dorothy were right next to each other the whole time and she did not receive any calls. This is very important because mm -hmm. Dorothy and Pam were together the whole time while Conrad was getting treated. Conrad? Hmm. I don't know. That's kind of sus. She we just happens to not get any mysterious calls and Conrad just happens to be busy. We don't know. We will see. So finally, he was discharged at 11 p.m. the same day. Dorothy has decided to go and get the car while Pam and Conrad were waiting inside to get his prescription. They realized that Dorothy was taking a long time. So they decided to go outside and meet her in the front. Next thing you know, the car Dorothy was driving was speeding away from the hospital. Pam and Dorothy were not able to see who was in the driver's seat at the time. They did not want to panic and think of the worst case scenario. So they thought there was an emergency with her son and this is understandable at the time because her parents were taking care of her son and she was speeding off and they didn't see who was in the front seat yeah so they wouldn't want to jump to conclusions mm -hmm. after a few hours later pam and conrad did not hear from dorothy so they decided to call the police and report her missing before this, yes, we're going to take a swig. Oh no, is something about to happen? Yes. Oh. Hit it. By 4:30, the the uh, the police found a Toyota station wagon in an alley in Santa Ana, 10 miles from the hospital. A few hours later, the family received a call from an unknown caller saying, Are you related to Dorothy Scott? I've got her. And immediately hung up the phone. But they were not able to trace the call. Everybody needs to understand this was 1980. So they could not <laughs> trace that call. I'm sorry. The mystery continues. So Dorothy's dad decided to get a reporter or an editor to report her missing all over the news in the newspaper anywhere you could think of and so the editor received a call from an unknown caller stating it was her lover she was cheating on him and she denied having someone i killed her the caller were not able to identify what she was the caller was actually able to identify what she was wearing the night of her murder. The pink scarf. Yes. And at this time, this unknown caller, they could not find because this is a cold case. So during this time where he said that she was cheating on him and she was doing, uh, she had a lover. Uh-huh. Maybe he felt 
like they were dating and she felt like they weren't. There was maybe probably a miscommunication there and he didn't know about it and he wanted to kill her. What do you think? I think that's legit, you know. Because people now, tend to interpret misinterpret things. Right. Unless you say we're girlfriend and boyfriend, <laughs> you, you so? guys aren't <laughs> dating, boo. <laughs> Sorry. So maybe he was someone that she was talking to and didn't make it official with. And she's been not talking to other people. And then he got butt hurt. Right. But we wouldn't know because she didn't tell her family. Right. So the caller. So Dorothy's family stated she did not have anyone. She was not interested in anyone at the time. But at this, t- at this time, she's grown enough to not tell her parents. She has a four-year-old son. She doesn't need to tell her parents everything. Maybe she was just dating, and yeah. she didn't want to tell them. Yeah. Mm, that's true. Yeah, because you're Cause old. Because I don't, yeah, you wouldn't necessarily tell your or your family about everyone that you date talk to like if you just go on a date for one day yeah and come home mm-hmm. and you'll never you see would only again. tell them the the people that are more significant yeah or important in in your life like your f- friend like your close friends and your boyfriend yeah someone that you really were invested in right so finally three months later they found her body at a construction site on august 6 of 1984 Four years later. Oh, four years later. Not three months later. Sorry. Oh, oh, oh I didn't even. <laughs> <laughs> My bad. <laughs> um, Keep going. There was a bushfire that same year. There was an autopsy done, but they were not able to determine the cause of her death. They oh, identified her body by her teeth. And till this day, they are not able to figure out who murdered Dorothy Jane Scott. Wow. Wow. So the murderer kind of effed up by not taking out her teeth. But I guess it doesn't matter because he he or she never got caught. And they got away with it. But still. And if you're going to do that, you better cover all your tracks. Oh, they did. Except for teeth. Except for teeth, but... They couldn't find if she got raped, yeah. how she. So you was think murdered. that the killer intentionally started the fire? Maybe. Because there was a bush ha- fire happened that same year, and then they found her body. But it. But oh, I just think that she had been dead before that too. Maybe it's like you said. Maybe they did something to her, killed her, and then started the fire. Yeah, and I don't... Because nowadays, serial killers tend... If you read about all these different types of serial killers, they tend to rape you before... Oh, oh no, yeah. Yeah, before they kill you. That would be an interesting statistic. How... let's, Let's look up the facts, Mia. Let's look. Did you know that 10% of murders are caused by strangers and 90% of 
uh, murders are caused by people that you actually know. Yes. And did you know that males are more likely to be murdered by strangers? And 64% of female homicide cases, females were killed by a family member or an intimate partner. And this is crazy because most of the time that are females that are getting killed are by the people that they actually know. And that's actually really sad. That's the same thing with rape as well. Right. You're more likely to be raped by someone than you know than someone hopping out of a bush. Right. <laughs> Definitely. Because you... It's rare when you do actually see people that are actually getting raped by someone that is a stranger. and But there are cases, of course, where strangers are trying to get little children or even adults to just rape them and kill them so in men 16 percent of men were murdered by a family member or intimate partner uh two percent for spouse or ex-spouse and three percent by boyfriend or girlfriend over half 54 percent were killed by others they knew and 29 percent were killed by strangers that's really crazy because think about if your spouse killed you people you know (laughs) right and this is why it's very important when your mom tells you <laughs> mothers know best. Yeah, mothers do know best, especially when it's what, cold What were you going to say when your mom's tell you what? Be careful who you're friends with. Oh, my God. I can't tell you how many times I've heard that. Right. But that just links it back to Dorothy. You know, it was definitely, in my opinion, someone that she knew. Yeah. And I think uh, the theories of Dorothy was michael butler her co-worker mm. and he was obsessed with her he loved her and she just he knew everything about her because they worked together and they investigated him correct right and what nothing and no evidence no How evidence the hell she, he was obsessed with her but maybe he didn't do it maybe he didn't but my money is on him i think he did it <laughs> because how you he knew he could he knew where she lived most of the and and he knew where she was majority of the day right and where could she be she's a single mother she's probably at home Mm -hmm. taking care of her son yeah and he would have obviously known that she was going to the hospital honest boom we solved the case (laughs) let's take a shot (laughs) You can thank us later. Thanks for tuning in. If you enjoyed this episode, give us a like and a follow to hear more. If you have any recommendations on topics you want us to talk about, DM us on our Instagram page. It's mystery underscore queen seven. And a special shout out to my best friend on her swimwear line. Please support and follow at B-A-Y-O-N-E-O-N-L-I-N-E on Instagram. And we, we out, out witches. witches.